0: for today let's give him a good bendale welcome to this pulpit this morning god bless you brother. amen i wonder would
1: you give that hand clap to the lord amen would you lift your voice Would your hand clap god i'm so thankful anybody glad to be in the house of the lord this morning god there's no place i'd rather be than to be in your presence and to be in your house God, you are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Welcome to the house of the Lord. Anybody glad to be in his house this morning? Amen. No place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. You can be seated for a few moments. Amen. I do want to say what an honor and a privilege it is to be here on this wonderful Mother's Day. How many is thankful for mothers? Amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, happy Mother's Day to all, amen, you know, um, I, was, I was thinking earlier this morning uh, about a conversation I had with my mother uh, before she passed, and um, you know, as a kid, Pastor Moore, I didn't understand a lot of times uh, why she told me no about certain things, and I would get frustrated with her. And, uh, you know, I had cousins that were around my same age, and um, their mothers were saying yes, but my mother was saying no to some of the same things and some of the same friends that I was wanting to hang out with, that they were hanging out with. And uh, I didn't understand at the time, but it wasn't long until I began to realize uh, that those that had parents that were saying yes, to just anything that they wanted and anything that they felt like they needed, Uh, the type of friends they wanted to hang out with, just just whatever it was. I began to see the paths that they started going down. And um, I went back to my mother years later, and I said, Mama, I just want to tell you thank you for telling me no. Amen. Because I could be just like, Uh, some of those other ones that I grew up with that went down the paths of drugs and alcohol and addictions in their life that they're dealing with because of who their parents had allowed them or gave them permission uh, to hang around because some of those same ones uh, were the ones that my mother told me no about. And, you know, can I tell you that uh, God knows exactly what he's doing in your life, and sometimes he says no, I mean, but it's for your good. It's for your better good. And it might not feel good in the moment, but one day you're going to look back and say, God, I thank you for having your hand upon my life. Amen. God, I thank you for looking out for me. You wasn't, you wasn't trying to bind me. You wasn't trying to restrain me. You wasn't trying to uh, make me carry a burden that was too heavy for me to bear, but you were trying to keep me. Uh, from scars and from wounds and things that would uh, affect me in a detrimental way. But we have a God that is faithful. We have a God that is good. Amen. And so once again, I do want to say Happy Mother's Day to all you wonderful mothers. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to my wife. Amen. She's, amen. She's beautiful. She's amazing. She's awesome. And she's going to kill me when we get back to the campground. (laughs) She doesn't like being drawn out in the spotlight, but I do. I love her and thankful for the mother that she is to our children. I mean, I don't just tell her that on Mother's Day, but I tell her that uh, as often as I think about it. I just, you know, sometimes I'll text her or sometimes I'll tell her in person or do both. Amen. Text her and tell her at the same time. Amen. You know, sometimes you just got to make a point, you know, just, <laughs> Hallelujah. how many come to have church in the house of the Lord this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, Ruth chapter four, beginning with verse number one, Ruth chapter four, beginning with verse number one, amen, and I, I am an evangelist, uh, so I'm going to preach evangelistical this morning, amen, and so uh, just don't mind me if I get excited up here, Amen. The Lord's been good to me, been good to my family. And I believe that uh, if you're here this morning, you may have thought that you were coming to be with your mother or your grandmother or whoever it is that you're honoring here this morning. But you're here for a reason and for a purpose. And can I tell you that God has ordained this? And God has orchestrated this, and there is nothing that takes God by surprise. So if you're here this morning, I believe with all my heart that God has a word for you. Ruth chapter 4, beginning with verse number 1, it says, Then went Boaz up to the gate and set him down there. And behold, the kinsman of whom Boaz spake came by, unto whom he said, Ho, such a one, turn aside, sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, "'Sit ye down here,' and they sat down. And he said unto the kinsmen, "'Naomi that is come again out of the country of Moab "'selleth a parcel of land, which was our brother Elimelech's. "'And I thought to advertise thee, saying, "'Buy it before before the inhabitants and before the elders of my people.'" If thou wilt redeem it, redeem it. But if thou wilt not redeem it, then tell me that I may know, for there is none to redeem it besides thee. And I am after thee. And he said, I will redeem it. Then said Boaz, What day thou buyest the field of the hand of Naomi, thou must buy it also of Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of the dead, to raise up the name of the children, to raise up the name of the dead upon his in- in- inheritance. And the kinsman said, I cannot redeem it for myself. Lest I bar my own inheritance, redeem thou my right to thyself, for I cannot redeem it. Now this was the manner in former time in Israel concerning redeeming and concerning changing. For to confirm all things, a man plucked off his shoe and gave it to his neighbor, and this was a testimony in Israel. Therefore, the kinsman said unto Boaz, Buy it for thee, for he drew, so he drew off his shoe, and Boaz said unto the elders. And all the people, ye are witnesses this day that have bought all that was Elimelech's and all that was Ch- uh, Chilion's and Malon's of the hand of Naomi. Moreover, Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of Mahlon, have I purchased to be my wife, to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance, that the name of the dead be not cut off from among his brethren, and from the gate of this place. Ye are witnesses this day. Amen. Boaz had a desire to redeem Ruth, but one thing stood in his way, a kinsman closer than he, but he would not stop, he would not rest until he had accomplished the thing that he set out to do. Amen. He said, and I have purchased, I have redeemed Ruth, amen, to be a mother, to raise up children. Amen. I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down and let's lift our hands together one more time all across the house of the Lord. Would you help me pray right now? Lord Jesus, we come before you right now, God, I pray that you would empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions, and I pray that you would fill me with your holy anointing. God, Lord, I pray, God, that you would use me as an instrument, in, in the, as a tool in the palm of your hand, God. I, I pray that your anointing would destroy every yoke of bondage in this house, God. I anoint every ear to hear your word, God. I pray that you would bind up the brokenhearted and, and set every captive soul free. There is nothing too hard for you and, and nothing that you cannot accomplish in this house, Lord, by your power and by the anointing, God. Well, we know that you're able, God, to cause somebody to leave here this morning different uh, than the way that they came. Maybe somebody came feeling bound up in their spirit, God, but you can liberate them uh, by the power of the Holy Ghost, God. Uh, Lord, I pray that your anointing will flow and move and work, break chains. Uh, God, loose shackles and fetters that will try to restrain us, God, uh, in the house of the Lord this morning. God, let somebody be born again of the water uh, and of the spirit, God. Uh, Lord, right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray, uh, and if any good thing would happen here this morning. God, let it be said that it was because of your anointing. Let's clap our hands together one more time. I want to put somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, how many knows he's able to move in this house this morning? How many knows he's able to work in this place? God, I thank you for what you're doing. God, I thank you for your anointing that's in this house, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about what the Lord has laid on my heart this morning. I might not be here very long uh, and then I might be here an hour, so I, I don't know. We just, we're just just going to let the Lord have his way. Is that all right? <clears throat> Amen. I want to talk to you this morning about redeemed to be a mother. Amen. Redeemed to be a mother. Uh, the beginning of the book of Ruth uh, starts out with... Uh, uh, the story of how a famine has taken over the land and and the living conditions have deteriorated and become poor. And, and Elimelech, this man, decides that he's going to take his wife and his two sons and travel into the country of Moab. And there, in that, while they're dwelling among the Moabites and dwelling in that land uh, that was not ordained for them by God, uh, we find that Elimelech dies and uh, Naomi is left alone with her two sons. and her two sons they marry Orpah and and Ruth and there it's not too long after this that they also die and and Naomi is left uh, by herself all alone with nobody but her two daughter-in-laws left with her Uh, everything that she had when she left out of the promised land of Israel she finds it has been stripped away from her that has been taken away from her Uh, she finds that she is left with no sons and she is left uh, with no grandchildren. She has nothing left uh, to to stay and to dwell there in the land of Moab. And something within her uh, begins to stir up on the inside as she hears reports uh, of how that God is moving in the land of Israel again and that God uh, has visited his people and that God uh, is on the move. And can I tell you this morning that we serve a God uh, that is not slack concerning his promise. Uh, We serve a God that is not dead somewhere. But we serve a God that is alive and on the move. We serve a God uh, that no matter what your situation may be today, there is a place uh, for you here in the presence of God. Uh, There is a place for you to realize uh, when everything else is gone, there is a place I can run, uh, a place I can go to. Uh, Maybe it's your first time or maybe uh, you've already been here before. It does not matter. Uh, Whatever your situation may be, uh, when life gets too hard for you to handle, There is a place where you can go And find the restoration that you've been looking for There is a place where you can run And meet God right where he is And he's able to move and work in your life And do things in you that no man Or no woman or no doctor or no lawyer Or no anybody else can do for you But it's all in Jesus Here Naomi tells her daughter-in-law that she's going back to the land of Israel. And both of them start out with her. But before long, Naomi convinces Orpah to go back to her father's house. But Ruth, no matter how hard her mother-in-law tries, she made up her mind, I'm not going back to my father's house. But where you go, I will go. And where you die, I will die. It does not matter where you're going as long as you're going into the land of God and into the land of the living. I'm leaving behind my old life. I'm leaving behind all these failures and all this defeat that I have faced. It's time for me to move on with my life it's time for me to get beyond where I've been and where I've been walking and here in the house of the Lord this morning there comes a day and a time in each and every man, woman, boy or girl's life that we've got to make up our mind will we allow life to be what it's always been or will we make up our mind to walk into newness of life and say God wherever you're leading me I will follow, wherever you're taking me I will go, i I refuse to stay lost and undone in my sins. I refuse to stay unrepentant but something within my heart says I've got to leave this wall behind and make my way into the presence of a loving Savior. Make my way into a place where the Spirit of God can move and work in my life. I don't want to stay the same way I've been but God bring me to a place where you can forever change 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 me, bring me to a place where I'll never be the same but something new will happen in my life. Hallelujah. And Ruth travels back into the land of Israel with her mother-in-law and there. Naomi tells the people, don't call me Naomi anymore but call me Mara. Because I, I went out full, but I've returned again empty. In her eyes, she said, The Lord has dealt bitterly with me. She knows that I had everything when I left the inheritance of the Lord, but now I have nothing, and she is left empty. And she's left broken. And she's left destitute without any means of making a way for herself. Uh, Romans 6 and 23, the beginning portion of that scripture tells us uh, that the wages of sin is death. Uh, and can I tell you, just like this relationship with Ruth that Ruth had, uh, it left her empty-handed. Uh, it left her without any children. And uh, can I tell you, a relationship with this world uh, will leave you empty. Uh, it not only left Ruth empty, but it also left... Naomi empty. As she said, my husband's gone. My two sons are gone. I have no child. I have no grandchildren. She was left with nothing but loneliness and emptiness and bitterness on the inside. Knowing that I once had everything but now I have nothing. Can I tell you here in the house of the Lord this morning that God is able to cause you to run back into his arms. God is able to cause you to wake up and up your sleepy eyes uh, and say, I've been deceived by the world too long. Uh, I've been deceived by my own pride uh, and by my own lust long enough. Uh, this world has only left me empty. Uh, this world has only left me searching uh, for something to fill that void, uh, that emptiness on the inside of me. Uh, and I tell you, the only thing uh, that can fill that longing in your soul uh, is the relationship with Jesus. Uh, nothing in this world will satisfy nothing will quench the thirst of a man or a woman that is thirsty for God there is a longing within that says I must be filled, I must be touched by the hand of God the relationship that Ruth had in the world left her empty It was unfruitful Nothing came out of it. But can I tell you, this world leaves us empty. This world leaves us wondering, what in the world is going on in my life? Can I tell you, this, the passage that we started out with tells us some of the beautiful story of how that Boaz made up his mind that he would redeem Ruth. And that he would uh, cause her to raise up children again. What had left her unfruitful, the world and and those things that. Uh, previous relationships uh, had left her bare and had left her without any seed or without any child Uh, but now Boaz makes up his mind Uh, whatever I've got to do I will redeem you unto myself Uh, whatever I've got to do uh, I'm going to find a way to cause you uh, to be mine and can I tell you that uh, he done his best until finally uh, he has her redeemed Uh, not not just to be with him uh, not just to be a servant not just To be somewhere uh, out there on the farm, somewhere, but Boaz uh, redeemed her so that she could be a mother, uh, and so that she could feel that joy uh, to hold that newborn baby in her arms. Uh, Can I tell you that here in the house of the Lord this morning, uh, we serve a God uh, that will stop at nothing uh, until He has purchased you, uh, until He has redeemed you. Uh, Just like Boaz uh, had something standing in his way, Uh, he did not relent. And he did not rest until he redeemed Ruth. And Jesus Christ will not rest. He will not relent until his reckless love has chased you down and brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He will not stop until you realize I need him more than anything else. That thing that stood in Boaz's way. Boaz said, I'm not going to stop until it's taken out of the way and Boaz is the type and shadow of Jesus Christ uh, that would come and just as sin uh, separated us from God, uh, just as sin separated us from him uh, God made up his mind Uh, there is not anything uh, that will stop me from redeeming uh, a people under myself Uh, there's not any sin uh, that will stop me uh, from redeeming a son uh, or a daughter to myself, Uh, there's not any devils in hell uh, that can stop me from purchasing myself a church. Acts 20 and 28 tells us that the church was purchased by the blood of Jesus. And if you got the blood in your life, you've been redeemed. I said you've been brought out by the King of kings and by the Lord of lords. You've been redeemed to be a mother. You've been redeemed to be fruitful in the presence of God. First Peter one and eighteen and nineteen. It was already quoted this morning. But it says far as much as you know that we were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Can I tell you that Jesus looked and he understood that there's some things that just aren't going to work. Your gold and your silver is going to perish with you. All these things are going to do you no good when those skies split wide open and Jesus makes his triumphant return. How much you had stored up for yourself is no longer going to matter. The only thing that's going to matter the only thing that you're going to think about is have I gained the whole world only to lose my soul. Have I laid up these treasures in vain? Oh, look at me. I've torn down my barns, and I've built bigger barns. Hey, I've got it going for years upon years, but that night, could it be that it's just a matter of time before your clock stops ticking and you realize I'm going to meet my maker? Where will I spend my eternity, your money, your good deeds? None of these things will work you gotta have the blood applied to your life without the blood you're none of his without the blood you cannot be cleansed from the error of your ways hallelujah So you've been redeemed by the blood of Christ would you lift your hands right now across the house of the Lord Jesus said if I have to move heaven and earth that's what I'm willing to do it doesn't matter I'm going to do whatever it takes to purchase uh, a people unto myself uh, to redeem them, to buy them back from the world. Uh, if you're lost and undone without Jesus Christ, uh, if you have yet to, been feel- to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, evidenced by speaking in other tongues, uh, come on, uh, then you are none of His. Without the Spirit, uh, you are none of His. Uh, but it's God's will. Uh, hey, he took on hell. Uh, he took on Satan. Uh, he took on the principalities. Uh, he took on all those things uh, to let you know there's not a single place uh, I will not go uh, to buy you back from the clutches of hell uh, from the clutches of sin Uh, there's not a place I won't go uh, to redeem a people uh, under myself Uh, you were once not a people uh, but now you are a people why Uh, because the relentless love of Jesus uh, came down uh, wrapped in flesh uh, and gave his body uh, a sacrifice for me (laughs) Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and the most part of the earth can I tell you that when God redeems us he does not just redeem us Just to redeem us. But he longs for that relationship with us. He longs for his spirit to give us power. Not only does it give us power, but it enables us to go out and tell other people about the goodness of God. It enables us to be fruitful. It enables us to go out and let somebody know, hey, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was bound by my sin and by my shame. I once was walking in darkness, but that light shined upon me and I realized that it was his blood it was shed for me. I don't have to leave the same way I came. I made up my mind. I will be washed in the blood. I will be sanctified by his spirit. I will be touched by that nail-scarred hand that was stretched out for me. I will not leave unsatisfied, but here in the presence of God, I can find what I've been looking for here in the presence of Jesus I can be washed Jesus said I want you to have that power working on the inside of you a womb that is dead can bear no children but when God begins to move in a man or a woman's life, he knows how to make us live again on the inside. Oh, oh, Paul talked about the works of darkness, the unfruitful works of darkness. They don't produce anything that's good. They don't produce anything all oh, that is great. But can I tell you, when you have been born again of the water and of the Spirit, there are some fruits that begin to show forth in my life and in your life when we allow that blood to flow through us it'll cause us to live and it'll cause us to bring forth fruit. Can I tell you it's not God's will for you to be dead in your trespasses and in your sins but it's God's will for you to hear his word call you out of darkness. It's God's will for you to hear your name like Lazarus did when he said Lazarus come forth and death let him go. Can I tell you the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ uh, our Lord uh, death's gotta let you go uh, when the blood's applied to your life uh, the power of death uh, has to loose you uh, when the blood is applied uh, to your life Uh, he's my redeemer uh, and he's your redeemer Uh, let him redeem you redeemed to be fruitful redeemed be a mother redeemed to bear children to bear sons and daughters in the house of the Lord Matthew 21 and 19 tells us of Jesus as he passes by a fig tree it says when he saw a fig tree in the way he came to it and found nothing thereon but leaves only and said unto it let no fruit grow on thee henceforth, henceforward forever. And presently the fig tree withered away. Can I tell you that tree that bears no fruit, the Word of God says, it will be hewn down and cast into the fire. But Jesus said, it's my will, but you don't just have empty branches. But it's my will that you would grow and produce fruit. It's my will that you would not be barren, but that that spiritual womb would open up within you and sons and daughters would be born. And I tell you, it's God's will for mamas and daddies in the house of the Lord to pray for their, un- their unsaved children. It's God's will for mamas and daddies in the house of the Lord to let their children know, hey, you have got to have a Redeemer and you've got to have a Savior any old plan just won't do any old way just won't do but it's got to be by the blood you can't be none of his without his spirit you can't belong to him without him dwelling and living on the inside of you but you've got to be washed by that blood you got to be redeemed by that blood that blood that flowed down Calvary's hill that blood that washed my sins away John 15 and 1, Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my my father is the husbandman. Every branch of me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. Can I tell you this morning that when we were redeemed, we were redeemed to bear spiritual fruit. And if we abide in Jesus, then we are alive. And we're able to produce fruit for his kingdom. But Jesus said, I want to make it very clear. And I want to make it very plain. That without me, you can do nothing. My wife would make her way to the music. Maybe you're here sitting in the house of the Lord this morning. Maybe you feel like you're spinning your wheels. And you're getting nowhere it's because Jesus said, without me, you can't do it. You can't make it happen by yourself. How many fixes have you tried? How many things have you run to? How many relationships have left you unfulfilled? But Jesus said, if you'll get in the vine, if you'll get in me, I'll cause you to be alive. I'll cause you to bring forth fruit. Not not unfruitful things that bring you shame and bring you heartache, but I'll cause you to bring forth something that you can look at and say, wow, look what God has done in my life. The one that wrapped himself in the flesh. The one that made himself a sacrifice for me. Look what he's done for me. Look at the blessings. Look at the benefits that he's bestowed upon my life. I can never done this. I could have never have accomplished any of this without the mercy and the grace of God. But Jesus said if you'll get in the vine I'll make your branches to grow. If you'll get in the vine I'll cause you to have life. And I tell you the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus said I am come that they might have life and that more abundantly It's God's will for you to plug into the vine and grow out your branches. Uh, and let the fruit be produced uh, in your life. You will be seated. I want us to remember Naomi. She went out to Moab, a type of the world. She went out full. She came back empty and bitter and broken and disgusted with the way that life had went for her and the world. Here, sitting under the sound of my voice this morning, there's people that life has dealt some hard blows. But can I tell you that here in the presence of God, He's able to redeem, and He's able to restore. I wonder, would you lift your voice and begin to pray with me right now, all across this house? Naomi said, "Don't call me Naomi anymore. Call me Mara. That better describes how I feel on the inside. I feel empty." I feel, I feel bitter. I feel like, man, life is just, life has been tough, life's been hard. Oh, but there is a redeemer in this house this morning. He's able to redeem people like Ruth that were out in the world and had never known the power of God. And he's able to redeem Mara. He's able to redeem a Naomi. Someone that's known the power of God and thrown back out into the world. Huh? Only to find that it still leaves me empty. God help me Jesus. He comes. Oh God. Can I tell you that Jesus said, I've come to seek and to save that which was lost. And maybe you're here this morning and you're feeling lost and you feel like you're just wandering around aimlessly uh, with no plan and no purpose in your life and you feel like you have no future and there's nowhere else to go but can I tell you that if you're here this morning uh, you're in the right place to have an encounter with Jesus uh, you're in the right place to have an encounter with God uh, that will forever change your life sometimes we don't realize how much we need Him Till everything else is stripped away. You got to have a Savior. I've got to have a Savior. If I never realized my need for a Savior, I would never cry out for a Savior. But in order for there to be a Savior, there has to be somebody that needs to be saved. And when you're lost, and you realize I'm lost, you can lift up your voice and cry out for Jesus and he will save you he will deliver you. He will prick your heart with that holy conviction and bring you down to an altar. Can I tell you we quote that a lot and I quoted it already this morning I believe God's not slack concerning his promises but his long suffering not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. What Peter was preaching about or talking about in that letter he was talking about the second coming of Jesus. He was talking about how that he had already destroyed the earth with a flood and he said it's going to be by fire this time and he's encouraging them don't think that God forgot what he said but he's coming again but the reason why he's waiting is because he's long suffering not willing that any should perish a lot of times we when we hear that we think God's not slack in his promise. We think about the Holy Ghost. Uh, but but what God is talking about, what Peter was talking about, uh, he's not slack talking about he's the soon coming king, uh, he's the soon coming savior, uh, he's the soon-coming king of kings and lord of lords uh, that will reign, uh, that will rule uh, with power and dominion uh, and authority. But right now, uh, under the sound of my voice, there's a long-suffering uh, waiting period of the mercy of God. Uh, it says, I don't I don't want anybody uh, to be lost, uh, but I want everybody to come uh, to repentance. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ruth 4 and 13 through 17 says So Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception and she bare a son. Now listen to this. It says, And the women said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that thy name may be famous in Israel. And he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than ten sons, hath borne him. And Naomi took the child and laid laid it in her bosom and became nurse unto it. And the women, her neighbors, gave it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi. And they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. As Naomi made her way out of Moab, she looked at her daughters-in-law and said, there is no hope for me to have any more children. What are you going to do, wait for me to have another son? If it were possible, would you even wait that long? She knew there's nothing. There's nothing left in me. I'm empty. Yeah. But here in the house of the Lord stands a Redeemer that says, "You may feel empty right now, but I can do a work in your life." That'll cause you to feel joy again. Oh, God, help us. Would you lift your hands with me one more time all across this house? Everybody, would you do it? Don't do it just because I'm asking you to, but because you feel something stirring in your spirit. Oh, Ruth. What is that you're holding in your hands, Ruth? It's a little boy. It's a little boy. I've been redeemed to be a mother. I've been redeemed to be a mother. Hey, Naomi, what's that? You're holding in your bosom. Hey, that's my grandson. That's my baby. I was empty, but now God is restoring me. I was lost, but now I'm filled. i come to deliver somebody some good news. Hell has given you enough bad news. Life has dumped enough on you. But here's some good news this morning. You can be redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You can be restored by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, you've heard the whispered lies of the enemy long enough. It says, "Where are you gonna turn? And where are you gonna run? People's gonna mock you. People's gonna make fun of you if you run back down there to the house of the Lord." Hey, tell them so what? I want to be redeemed by the blood. I want to be saved. I want to be cleansed. I don't want to be the same that I've always been. Wash me. God knows how to take that empty void and place life into that empty void. Those arms of Naomi that held no grandchildren, those arms of Naomi that can no longer hold a son, God said, I got just what you need. I'm going to put life into your bosom again. I'm going to put life into your hands again. You've been dead long enough. You've been dry long enough. You've been empty long enough. Jesus stood and cried that last day, that great day of the feast. He said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me is the scripture that said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this make ye the spirit God tell you there's restoration in the house of the Lord this morning there's redemption in the house of the Lord this morning how far are you going to keep walking down the road that's left you empty? How long are you going to keep walking in the same direction that's left you unfulfilled? I wonder what would happen if you would make up your mind and do what Jesus has allowed you the space to do and repent of your sins and be born again of the water and of the Spirit Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and your children than are far off uh, even as many as the Lord our God shall call uh, Acts 2 38 and 39 uh, and I let you know that Jesus uh, wants to fill you up uh, Jesus uh, wants to give you that gift uh, that keeps on giving uh, He wants to give you that gift uh, that will not leave you alone uh, but it will lead and guide you into all truth this morning these altars are open I pray that your heart would be open. I pray that your mind would be open to the work that God wants to do in your life. Oh, well, it's, a, it's a special Mother's Day service evangelist. I think I might wait till another, another service. What a better day to be redeemed to bear fruit than right now. What a better day to be redeemed than right now. What a better time to be washed in the blood of Jesus than right now. The blood of bulls and goats couldn't do it. Tradition couldn't do it. Man's ideals couldn't do it. So God said, let me take on a body. Let me take on flesh. He And let me spill my blood so that I can redeem, so that I can purchase a people to myself. Would you come? I wonder, would you come? Turn them under me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn of me for I am meek and lowly of heart. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, come, 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 hallelujah. The spirit and the bride say come, the spirit and the bride say come, the spirit and the bride say come, come. redeemed, redeemed. call me a sinner They call me a heathen They call me all sorts of things why don't you come and let Jesus call you redeemed why don't you come and let Jesus call you washed in the blood why don't you come and let Jesus call you born again why don't you come why don't you come all right won't you come, won't you come, won't you come? Would you come? Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day. Come on, don't put it off. Don't put it off. You never know what tomorrow holds. You never know what the future holds. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. off. Say, God, I need you. God, I need you. God, I need you. For you, Come on, he's been reaching to you for a long time now He's been reaching to you for a long time Oh, I hear your voice,
2: God I hear your voice Oh,
1: God, up your way There's grace in this house Come on, there's mercy in this house Today it's the love of
2: God. Today it's the love of God.
1: Lift your voice. Lift your voice. God, I need you, Jesus. Come on. Cry out to Him. Cry out to him. On, cry out to him. Come on. Cry out to Him. Come on. Cry out to Him. Come on. Don't leave the same way you came. Come on. Don't leave the same way you came. Come on. There's been some prayers made for you. There's been some plates pushed back for you. Come on. Don't leave the same way you came. Let's lift our hands together all across the house of the Lord. Come on, one more time, all across this house. Call I wonder, would you lift your voice? Saints of God, would you lift your voice? Oh, God, I glorify you, God, I need you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, God, I glorify you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, one more time, one more time, one more time. God, I need you, Jesus. Come on, I wonder if you'd begin to call on the name of Jesus. God, I need you, Lord. Come on, would you call on the name of Jesus? God, I need you. Oh, I don't deserve your love, but you gave it anyway. Oh, still you give yourself.
0: out in my mind, heart, or spirit this morning that the man of God had the Word of God for this service this morning. To bring it unto you and I upon this earth, that we'd have another opportunity to not only hear the Word of God, but to feel the presence of this Almighty God that loves us with an everlasting love. It is God's will that we'd be saved. It's God's will that we would finish this journey and to hear him say, well done thy good and faithful servant. I'm telling you, we've heard the word today. I don't say this to be offensive or to condemn. Not at all. But it'll be written down in the record books. And we'll all have to give an account whether we responded or not. My prayer this morning regardless of what might be obvious or not obvious with our own eyes but there would be a response a response in the heart a response in the mind and the spirit saying you know what I'm going to listen to what the man of God had to say today. I'm going to ponder it like Mary done. She pondered a lot of things that Jesus had taught her, instructed, and how she knew. She knew that he wasn't just a normal child. She knew where he came from. She knew. Amen. And so you know this morning by the presence of the Word of God. Amen. So I would ponder it. I wouldn't let the for the fowls of the air come and take it away. I wouldn't I'd take out the time to go and, and search the book for myself and read about this God. And, and to call out to him and say, I want to know you, God. I want to have that fellowship that Adam had. Amen. I kind of that friendship that Abraham had. I want to know you in the power of your spirit the power of your word. Let this be a beginning not an ending but let it be a beginning. At a beginning, amen, of conditioning my heart, of conditioning my mind and my spirit because everybody's going to have to give an account of the deeds that they've done in these bodies. They really don't belong to us and I know there's a bit real, real debate about that. My body belongs to me. I can do with it what I want to. Not necessarily. We've created in his image. We've created out of the earth. We've formed out of the earth and it's his goodness and grace and mercy. He is the potter and we're the clay but he's the one that molds us and shapes us and what an opportunity we got on this Sunday morning of the long suffering and the goodness and the mercy of God Almighty. Amen. To put his touch in our lives. To put his spirit in our lives. To mold us and shape us and get us ready for that moment. I want to be ready. How about you? I want to be ready. Hallelujah to meet him. My, my. Thank you brother Rouse. An awesome job in this house this morning brother. I promise you. You've done a good job. Obey God. Thank God for Brother and Sister Rouse and that family. You can be seated. I'm going to turn this to Sister Joyce, and she's going to do something for the mothers. And then uh, we got something even following that. Sister Joyce, if you'll come. Amen. Praise God. Appreciate our mothers this morning. We really do. Amen. We thank God for each and every one of you. And uh, we just want to do a little something for you this morning. Praise God! I want to get all this out far. Praise God! All right. God bless.
3: I want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, and it is a beautiful day. We have a little something we want to do. Did everybody get a number? Did all the mothers get a number? Okay, while he's doing that, we have the oldest mother in the house. I don't know where to start. <laughs> 83. Is anyone older than 83? Okay. Now we have the youngest mother. Uh, Twenty. Twenty-four. Anybody under twenty-four or over twenty-four? Well, That'd be under twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> under twenty-four. <24? laughs> Twenty-five. Twenty-six. 24 is she is she 24 I'm sorry you should have raised your hand (laughs) okay the mother with the most children so (laughs) anyone with more than six children Here this morning. Okay, this goes to Sister Tara. Who's number eighteen? Okay, pick another one. Here put that one up here. Thirteen. Number thirteen.
2: 29
3: <laughs> Okay, picking out one
2: 26 45. 20. Three, fifty-seven.
3: appreciate all of our mothers and we want y'all to know that we love you and y'all just come back and be with us. All right
0: give all the mother sister more y'all coming. Sister Layla. Praise God. All right. She's going to be singing a song and they're, they're doing something here and then anyway they're going to take care of this. Just just it. They're going to be singing a song and doing some other things here. So just just listen and uh, we'll see what's fixing to happen here. All right. God bless you.
4: Happy Mother's Day. It is truly such an honor this morning. And um, for all of you mothers to be here, no matter how old or young, I think it's already been said this morning, no matter how many children you have, or maybe they're not quite yours by blood, but if you've put any in time and investing them, you have played the role of a mother And um, there's a lot of different forms of mothers these days. And a lot of times the grandmother is raising or putting out that motherly influence. And I'm thankful today even for those grandmothers that are taking on that role. That is truly an honor for them to have a grandmother when they didn't have a mother per se. But um, I was thinking not just this morning but throughout the week. um, We, if you don't listen to Adventures in Honesty. Marley is on an Adventure and Odyssey kick, and we are, um, I listened to one, she just pulls up random ones, and uh, it was talking about, one of them was looking up the the different meanings of love in the Hebrew, and one of the words that means love is agape, and it's unconditional love, and um, truly, I was thinking, I was, um, of course, Sister Moore puts the talking part on someone else, she's probably not listening, but... Um, she she had said to say something a little bit before we sing this song and truly a true mother loves unconditionally um she doesn't justify her st- her children's actions or condone them but sometimes it may look that way but she just loves them she she may not um agree with everything that they do but she's there she may be that silent person in the background that they know no matter what they do at least one person is going to love them i always think about what brother moore says about george w bush and he says if i win or lose mama's going to love me and that has always that's something i always think about um god gave a mother and a father but truly he made a perfect pair because the mother um i say to my children and my husband all the time that is why god gave them a mother because um (laughs) a mother you know we don't always do things right and we don't always do things probably the way the world would say that it needs to be done. But like Brother Rouse already said this morning, um, a mother doesn't always it may not always be kissing and hugging. That may not be the love that's always shown. It may be a no and it may be um guidance and it may not always be what the children want, but the mother has a lot of responsibilities and I think the mother motherhood is probably the greatest joy a mother uh, a a woman can experience no matter how it comes and but it also comes with great responsibility and i think every woman in this house this morning can say that um we want to fulfill all of those duties and this song talks about a child bringing flowers to their mom and i think all of us have experienced that they think that it is truly just the greatest thing when they bring their moms those little flowers out of the yard that are half dead already and we try to keep alive as long as we can Um, but in their eyes they're bringing something so wonderful in our eyes it's nothing but it is so wonderful and I thought about how if we as, as a church could truly take on a mother's love and love this community like a mother would and truly take on the burden and say That's somebody else's baby that maybe we need to take in and love like a mother would. And um, I just wanted to, um, y'all listen to this song. They've got a little presentation for you in the back, so um, they're going to be doing some things. But listen to the words of this song. It's so beautiful. It's an old song. I'm sure you've all heard it. But a little child bringing their mom flowers, and she truly deserves the world, but she's bringing him weeds.
0: true that song really is this morning, how many battles have been won because there was a mother that was willing to stand in the gap, because there was a mother that had the courage, a man to go the extra mile, a mother that was willing to take on some battles. Sister Moore, if you come, take on the battle. Sometimes, you know, Sister Moore and I, we've we've never went to the West. We've never fought engines. You know, we hadn't been on a wagon train and we hadn't been in a fort and, you know, dodged arrows. (laughs) But if we had, I have a feeling, come in. She don't like this, and I'm going to be like Brother Rouse, probably get killed. She fights fights this tooth and toenail, as y'all can tell. But I thought about it. How many arrows has she received in protecting me? Sometimes the vessel that God used to be the shield. Especially, now watch this. She's willing to do a lot of things. She's up here to let them. Her and my daughter both. That they fixed the table, arranged some of this and all this. And she don't want. To, we just listen for a minute. And a lot of times, when troubles in a church, they won't bring it to the pastor. I've been told, "Well, you're hard to talk to." <laughs> I don't. I, and I'm personally. I don't understand that one. But anyway, you know, I've never bit off anybody's head. I never body slammed nobody. You know, I don't have no felonies. I don't tote a pistol. But, but I'm telling you, 95% of the time, she catches the arrow. She really does. So I love my wife tonight or this morning because watch this. To be that mother, she's got to be a wife first. When you follow God's plan... That's how it's set up. And that's where the blessings are at. So God has blessed me with an awesome wife. Man, to fight these battles, to go down this journey, and to accomplish and achieve the things that we have. We may not have accomplished near what some may think we should have. But you know what? God's going to be the one that makes the final judgment on all of that. I love and cherish my wife today. She's precious. She's beautiful. She makes 60 look good, don't she? Huh? I love and appreciate her. Appreciate her help. Amen. The anointing of God and her life. Amen. God bless her. Let's give her a good hand today. Praise God. And we're thankful to all the mothers. We hope you have a a beautiful this, this evening. You know, you got an all evening. Maybe you can just prop your heels up, enjoy the afternoon, whatever. Go see somebody, whatever you feel to do, as long as it's godly. We love you, appreciate you, so thankful. How many enjoyed the message this morning? The presence of God, the goodness of God. God bless each one of you. Love and
2: appreciate you. You're dismissed in the fear of the Lord.
0: See you tomorrow night. God bless you.